This is the intro. Why? Good evening and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. And I got a show theme request recently. Very happy to do it. This episode is 100% dedicated to the great Jamie Soros from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Don't have a lot of Canadians listening that I know of. I know uh, Mark Anthony. He told me that he listened. So if you're still listening, hello, Mark. And possibly Lee McCormick of Tramps Like Us. But I know for sure that Jamie, he is still listening. He sent me a recent message that he is. And he says he plays the show while he drives the city bus, which is what he does for a living, it sounds like. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world. So if you are a passenger of Mr. Soros... And you are hearing my voice right now. Make sure to tip your bus driver. Okay. Thank you so much, Jamie, for requesting this particular theme. This is going to be a fun one. Going to lead to a lot of great rock and roll. I recently did a tribute episode to Chris Sangaritas, a producer who passed on recently. And thankfully, this person has not. He is alive and well and a great body of work. So we're going to celebrate his life right now. No time better than the present, right? Jamie said he wanted to hear an episode about uh, Robert John Mutt Lang, and he's one of the great producers of all time, so didn't have to twist my arm too much for this one. We're going to get into uh, just the history of the Mutt Lang production and play you some obvious favorites and some obscure ones that maybe you've never heard before. I wasn't super familiar with a couple of these bands, including this first one here, so let's just get right into it. This is a band called City Boy, and I found out not only do they have some ties to Mutt Lang, who is kind of a member of the group's sort of. He was their producer, but he definitely did a lot in the ways of arranging, helping out the artists uh, with their instruments and stuff like that. So uh, City Boy, really interesting sounding band. I really like it. Uh, They're from Birmingham, and they definitely have like a heavy glam thing going on, which I really dig a lot. It's one of my favorite subgenres ever, and so it reminds me of like the heavier side of Sweet and stuff like that. So nothing wrong with that at all. This one's from around 1977, an album called Dinner at the Ritz. So kicking off our Mutt Lang special, this is City Boy with State Secrets.
There you go, kicking off our Mutt Lang episode here for Jamie Soros. That was City Boy with State Secrets. I bet you didn't expect a seven and a half minute crazy rock epic from the get-go there. I just figured I would surprise you with that because you expect it to be this like three and a half minute pop rock song and then it goes on these crazy tangents. So really neat stuff. Definitely indicative of what was to come for Mutt. So you can definitely hear, uh, you know, aspects of his production early on, even that early on in around 1977 something like that this next song is actually from the previous year 1976 and i can't believe i've never played this act here on rock strikes 10 i I should be ashamed took damn near 300 episodes to play graham parker and the rumor and graham parker one of the great singers and lyricists of all time in my opinion super duper and definitely an underrated talent not perfectly rated underrated so yeah, I gotta play this guy. And plus, Mutt Lang produced one album for him called Heat Treatment. 
this is one of those albums where uh, Grant Parker's kind of disowned this album a little bit because he says the production's not that great, so there's a stab at Mutt. But he also puts a lot of it on him, saying he wasn't a seasoned singer at this point, didn't know how to make uh, the right choices, things like that. But I, I listen to this album, and it's a good album. It's a really cool, like, power pop album with an, a, a nice amount of, like, you know, early punk rock attitude. And, you know, just it kind of reminds me, like, early Joe Jackson, of course, early Elvis Costello. He got compared to Costello a lot. But, uh, you know, they're both sardonic and, and pretty witty, and I, I think their music transcends a lot of different genres. So that it, there's another reason to listen to Graham Parker for those reasons. So here's another one. Check this out. From Heat Treatment, produced by the great Mutt Lang, and I think he did a great job on this. So here you go. Graham Parker and the Rumor with That's What They All Say. <laughs> From the 1976 album Heat Treatment, that was Graham Parker, and that's what they all say. Good stuff there. Go check out some Graham Parker albums. I need to dive deeper into his catalog as well myself, so I'll do myself a favor as well. Moving on here, here's a super obscure band. They're definitely more known for their members than for what the the band itself actually did. Uh, There's a lot of associations here that are very famous, but uh, let's just uh, listen to the song, you know... 
as is, before I throw any of these references at you, I think maybe you'll appreciate it more. You'll definitely recognize one of the two lead singing voices on this track. And if you don't, then uh, you're getting to go back to school. So here you go. I'm going to play you something by a band called Clover. This, of course, produced by Mutt Lang from the 1976 record Unavailable. This song is called Take Another Look. Enjoy. There you go. That was Clover with Take Another Look. They're from Mill Valley, California. They they formed in the late 60s. Those two lead singing voices on there. The one you may not recognize was their original lead singer, Alex Call. And he shares lead vocal duties with a young feller by the name of Huey Lewis, who uh, once Clover broke up, he would grab the keyboard player. They'd form Huey Lewis in the news. And then the band Clover itself, prior to any of that stuff, they were the backing band on Elvis Costello's debut album, My Name is True. So I referenced Elvis Costello earlier there, maybe just for that reason. But Clover was the band on My Aim is True. And then uh, there's a bunch of other references to Clover to where, uh, uh, yeah, Jeff Beccaro, the drummer. Goodness, yeah, he only went on and formed Toto after that. So just a lot of success within the family tree of clover so really cool band to go reference a a band from the late 60s into the 70s that didn't really catch on but a lot of the guys still did really well so good for them 
All right, and sticking with this Mutt-Lang theme, we're going to move back over across the pond to Britain for one of the best European acts of all time, a band that I, I, I try to fit in as often as I can because they're just one of the best ever. But XTC and Mutt-Lang produced a standalone re-recorded single version of this song that had already been recorded before by the band. So I don't know why they re-recorded it, but I really like both versions a lot. Uh, but here's the Mutt-Lang version of XTC's This Is Pop. Yes. Right. Yes, that is rock and roll or pop or punk, however you want to refer to it. But that fucking jams right there. XTC, this is pop, the Muttlang re-recorded version. XTC, once again, one of the great bands of all time. Here's another band that's no slouch for sure. Now we're getting away from the earlier days of Mutt Lang, the lesser known, slightly more obscure artists that he worked with and then, you know, garnered his reputation, rightfully so, because I think he's pretty damn good behind the boards, landed the job of producing Foreigner 4, one of the more successful rock albums of all time. Everybody has this record. I don't understand if you don't have this record. It's a beast. I mean, come on. Jukebox Hero, Waiting for a Girl Like You, Urgent. Just those three songs are played on radio every three minutes whenever the other one finishes. So, of course, we gotta play something from four. Uh, it's it's massive. And it's a Mutt Lang uh, co-production along with Mick Jones. And I'm gonna play you this one here because I, I truly believe that here's uh, some more reference to the ear of Mutt Lang that he would go on to use for Def Leppard especially. And you'll hear it. I mean, if you take away Lou Graham's vocals, you could easily hear this as a Def Leppard song, especially something off of High and Dry, I think, for sure. So here you go. The kickoff track from Foreigner 4. This is Nightlife.
Alright, there you go. Nightlife, the kickoff track from Foreigner 4, produced by the great Mutt Lang. I think you heard what I heard, that guitar tone of Mick Jones. It definitely had some premonitions of what was to come that at this point, around 1981, was starting to emerge. Def Leppard. We'll get to them after this next track going in slight chronological order here especially right now and we're getting into the acdc chapter of mutt lang's career and uh, mutt produced three albums in a row by acdc after george young left or they just moved on uh, he produced highway to hell back in black and for those about to rock not bad at all i mean i think people would consider highway to hell and back in black the top two albums for acdc overall in terms of success and just notoriety famous songs things such as that of course most of the acdc catalog super stellar super strong you know i'm a fan uh i definitely wanted to shine a spotlight here on for those about to rock definitely the least popular of the three i think it deserves its own audience it's like if you know highway to hell and back in black are like nine or a ten then for those about to rock is a solid eight it's got some great rock and roll songs on here this is a massive example of that turn this one up very loud this is let's get it up
Oh, right. Ah, love it, love it, love it. Let's get it up. ACDC. One of the only songs that can get away with one of the worst generic lyrics of all time. Loose lips sink ships. So sick of hearing that in songs. But they can get away with it, right? I mean, come on, listen to that. Listen to that tone. Listen to that production. It's ACDC, man. Go get For Those About to Rock if you don't have it. I think it's a great record. Like I said, it's just a slight drop-off from Highway to Hell and Back in Black. So thank you, Mutt Lang, for your ACDC chapter was something else, for sure. And yes, we're getting to Def Leppard. Mutt Lang is credited with really giving Def Leppard the sound that they would be become known for. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely a fact. I mean, the band talks about it. Mutt's talked about it. You know, they were a uh, they were a band that was almost like a heavy metal band, and then Mutt Lang basically, uh, you know, molded them into a more crisp studio band. And I don't think you should be vilified for that. I mean, uh, the hardcore Def Leppard fans they love High and Dry and they love Pyromania, and they they don't bash those records at all. They like to bash Hysteria from time to time, which I, I think is wrong. I think Hysteria is an amazing record as well. It's definitely not as hard rocking as the other two, but. I love all three albums. I really do. And I can't believe I haven't played this song ever on Rock Strikes 10 because it's easily in my top three Def Leppard songs of all time. So let's right the wrong right now. This is from Pyromania. This is Too Late for Love.
All right, just glomming over all these songs. What a great theme choice. Thank you, Jamie. You did a hell of a job just even writing me this message saying, do a Mutt Lang show. I mean, it leads to great songs like this. That was Too Late for Love from Pyromania, one of the one of the biggest rock albums of all time. See the ongoing theme here, Mutt Lang? Foreigner 4, Back in Black, Pyromania, the some of the most must-own albums of the 80s or of any decade. And they are associated with the great Robert John Mutt Lang. How about this one here? Another must-own 80s album. Heartbeat City by The Cars? Come on now. Album is massive. Not just because it sold a lot of copies. It's a great album. And I even like, you know, some of the quote-unquote filler on there. uh, Because everybody knows the singles. You might think, Drive, Magic, even Hello Again. I like this one a lot too. I think they might have tried this one out as a single. So it may be the least successful single off the whole album. But I really dig this tune a lot and I wanted to play it on the Mutt Lang episode. So uh, having a little bit of a cool down here. We'll get back to the hard rock. But a great tune here from Heartbeat City. The Cars and Why Can't I Have You.
Alright, from the great Heartbeat City, the iconic Heartbeat City album, Why Can't I Have You, By the Cars, great stuff there. Of course, Mr. Mutt Lang did another fabulous job of production. We are moving all the way from 1984 up to 1991, and there's going to be an even bigger jump for the last song of the night. This is the second to last song from 1991, but I do like the guy quite a bit. As, as long as I've been into music, this guy has been around, and one of my early favorites, I still like putting on his stuff, uh, from an album that uh, I think really kind of got a bad rep because uh, it had a monster ballad attached to it, which, you know, it's a good song, but man, it's so overplayed that everything I do, I do it for you. Whoever needs to hear that again, really, come on. But there are some really cool rock tunes on Waking Up the Neighbors by Brian Adams. Here is one of them. This is There Will Never Be Another Tonight. Check it out. Put on your best dress, darling. Can't you see the time is right? There will never be another tonight.
You know, every time I've heard that song, even when it was a brand new song, all the way up to just now, I could swear that I've I've always been able to hear Joe Elliott on that track in the background doing background vocals. If you go back and listen to it, I think you'll hear what I mean. But, you know, just looking up the credits here, Joe's not credited on it. I mean, maybe he's on there and he's not credited. However... Mutt Lang is accredited a backup vocalist for this track, so I'm thinking maybe a lot of the times when you think you're hearing Joe on the Def Leppard albums in the background, you're actually hearing Mutt. So that might be a little fun, interesting fact for you. I know I was kind of blown away by that, but I think that's a cool rock song. There will never be another Tonight from Waking Up the Neighbors, 1991. Going all the way up from 1991 to, I think it's about 2014 or 15, something like that. A very recent album by a band that definitely, I think, deserves their arena status. A band called Muse, and their last album, Drones, was produced by the great Mutt Lang. And I could definitely hear it, you know, in the production. It's, it's massive, and I hear a major, major callback to Hysteria on this track here that I'm going to close off with. Uh, you know, and the whole album is kind of based around this theme. It's, it's kind of a loose concept. But uh, for me, this really sounds like a, a attempt to recapture the Gods of War intro. Not that that's a bad thing or it's so on the nose. I don't think it's totally on the nose, but I, I always got that feeling when I heard this. Even before I found out that Mutt Lang produced the album, I actually didn't know it on my first couple of listens. So... We're going to close off our Muttlang episode here with Muse from the album Drones. This is Defector. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its descent is a silence, not praised.
strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. A very Queen meets Def Leppard pairing there, and nothing wrong with that. Uh, that was Muse with Defector from Drones. I thought Drones was a really cool album. It, it took a couple of songs for it to get off the ground for me, but I, I, I think it's definitely an album worth owning, as is most of the albums that Mutt Lang has produced throughout his career. And uh, yeah, just super quality stuff. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know I've enjoyed it myself. I especially hope you enjoyed it out there, Jamie Soros. So thank you so much for listening and for sending in the theme show request you too can also send in a theme show request all you have to do is message me or tweet me or however you want to do it there's links to all that on cnjradio.com home of rock strikes 10 of course and every episode of rock strikes 10 on the official website at cnjradio.com while you're on there check out the synaptic podcast featuring randy brown a true alternative the last theater on the left starring my cnj radio brother chris I do the co-hosting with them. We are currently in the midst of our Nightmare on Elm Street franchise review, Spring Break and Springwood. And uh, those will be coming out pretty soon here. We've already recorded the first two. It's a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for that. And be subscribed to Last Theater on the left as well. Also, of course, the flagship, the Wrestling House Show. We've got new episodes coming out all the time. Speaking of Chris, he's in the midst of a uh, two-week-long new japan cup thing that's going on and it's crazy and he's doing a little mini sode every day to keep people up on the tournament so even if you're not watching it it's still a really cool listen so go check that out and our monthly february wrap-up will be coming out in the next few days all right before we uh, and i keep forgetting to mention this but t-shirts are available rock strikes 10 t-shirts next level tees very comfortable well endorsed by really powerful and attractive people so uh, message me if you are interested in the shirt $15 local pickup $20 for mail version we'll throw in a button and some other stuff so yeah let me know rock strikes 10 t-shirts they're pretty great I wear them all the time and uh, I see them out and about no I'm kidding but that does need to be a thing okay last but not least extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information also check out Pete LaRusso online tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you alright the next episode will be another listener friend request you guys are friends of mine and uh, so I'll tease that for the next one but it's going to be a lot of fun as well so tune into the next one until then have fun (laughs) 